Welcome to Darren Daily On Demand, your most trusted resource to help you become better every day. Here's your success mentor, Darren Hardy. Do you remember the religious cult, Heaven's Gate? Those are those crazy folks who believe that a spaceship was traveling in the wake of the Hale-Bopp comet that would be passing by Earth to pick them up in order to ascend to the next level, to some higher being. On January 30th, 1997, the cult's leader, Marshall Applewhite, and a disciple named John Craig went down to the Oceanside Photo and Telescope Store and bought a $3,645 computerized telescope so that they could see the flying saucer behind the Hale-Bopp Comet. A week later, they went back to the store demanding a refund. When the manager asked why, they complained that the refrigerator-sized telescope was defective. They said, it couldn't see the spaceship following the comet. Two months later, 39 people in their newly purchased black and white Nikes put plastic bags over their heads to shed their earthly containers and they killed themselves. Nothing, not even direct visual proof was going to convince them against their belief. Crazy, right? Well, you are just as crazy too. But you say, I wouldn't believe something that would kill me. Well, let's take people who smoke, for example. They have been shown the repeated evidence that it causes cancer, contributes to various other chronic health conditions. But smokers often rationalize their smoking by saying they need the cigarettes to help deal with anxiety or it helps them remain thin because, you know, being overweight is a health risk too, you know. Or they say they don't smoke nearly enough for them to cause any serious harm or by flatly denying the evidence that supports its health risks. People who eat poorly do the same. How many times have you committed to healthy eating when a donut, muffin, piece of cake, fries, or raw cookie dough took you off your course? Maybe you thought, eh, it's only one donut. I'll skip lunch today to make up for the calories. Or it's not actually that many calories. Or you told yourself you didn't actually intend to be that strict about the diet anyway. Or that the diet is only part of your weight loss plan. Or you're exercising later, so cheating a little bit now is okay. Or once again, flatly denying any evidence pointing out the ill effects of those choices. We do this about drinking and getting into a car, staying in unhealthy relationships, staying in unhealthy careers, recycling or not, etc. We have a deep motivational mechanism that underlies our reluctance to admit mistakes or accept scientific findings, even when those findings can save our lives. This is what is called cognitive dissonance. All the decisions that we make about what it is that we believe, what we buy, where we go, what we do, and how we live our lives is driven by seeking consistency with our self-identity. We are all powerfully motivated to maintain mental and identity consistency, not just crazy cult people or even social deviants, all of us. And we are all terrorized by anything that clashes with closely held ideas and beliefs. We will do whatever mental gymnastics are necessary to reject, debunk, or simply avoid any new information that would threaten your pre-existing convictions or your new desires. By the way, the formation of the idea of cognitive dissonance 
arose when social psychologist Leon Festinger infiltrated a doomsday cult, UFO religion, the seekers they were called, to observe them in the 1950s. When their prophesized apocalypse failed to be realized, committed followers adopted an array of bizarre coping mechanisms to deal with their disconfirmed expectancy and prophecy, most of the heavily invested members reinterpreted the evidence that the world didn't end as proof that they were right all along. The world was going to be destroyed, but it was spared because their faith and prayers saved it. In other words, instead of dealing with the discomfort of having been wrongheaded the whole dang time, they just adjusted their belief to be consistent with the evidence. Crazy, right? That is what I'm teaching you here this morning. We all do that. Any existing belief that you have, this religion is good. That one is bad. The leftist libtards are bad. The fascist radical right are bad. Trump is the devil incarnate. Trump is the God-appointed savior of America. Pro-life, pro-choice, guns good, guns bad, climate change, vaccination, gender fluidity, racist, anti-racist, woke, non-woke not just deeply ingrained beliefs, any decision that we make. I'll buy this car, I'll eat this pizza, I'm not going to the gym today, I'm gonna vote for this candidate. We will begin to justify the wisdom of our choice and find reasons to dismiss the alternative. Before long, any mixed feelings we might have uh, had or felt at the time of decision will have morphed into certainty. As we justify each step taken after the original decision, we will find it harder to admit that we were wrong at the outset, especially when the end result proves self-defeating, wrong-headed, or harmful. This, by the way, explains why changing your brother-in-law's political opinion is so hard, if not impossible, especially if he has thrown time, money, effort, and his vote at them. Also note, he can't change yours either, can he? So what can you do about this? So at least you ain't so crazy no more. A few things. One, get comfortable being uncomfortable. The world doesn't have to line up to your limited understanding and perception of it. Allow conflicts to exist. I remember when Israel's uh, former prime minister was angered when his friend Ronald Reagan made an official visit to a cemetery where the Waffen SS were buried. When asked how he felt about Reagan's decision to go there, he could have responded to his dissidents in one of two common ways. Either one, throw out the friendship, or two, minimize the seriousness of the friend's action. He did neither. He said simply, when a friend makes a mistake, the friend remains a friend and the mistake remains a mistake. He allowed the dissidents to exist. Here's number two, don't buy into this cancel culture. People who are brilliant entertainers, sports stars, actors, comedians, even business leaders, and they say or do something that contradicts your need for their identity consistency, and they're just canceled, careers ended, their entire lives, resumes, lifetimes of contributions terminated. Instead, we should allow humans to be flossom. Awesome, but flawed. I have several awesome friends who have made mistakes or even believe in stuff I find cray cray. But that doesn't cancel out all the other amazing things about who they are and what they are about. And number three, see the gray. Nothing is black and white. I assure you, whatever 
absolute fact you believe in, there's another way to see or interpret the same absolute fact. Let it be okay that there are always nuances, contradictions, hypocrisies, complexities, and gray areas to anything and everything. Don't believe or try to make anything black or white. It is all gray. I am what you would call an evangelical agnostic about everything. What I know for sure is I am sure that I don't know. I might think I know, but I also know simultaneously that I probably don't know all there is to know about it. So in actuality, I don't know. And I am cool with that. I believe as Socrates said, the only true wisdom is in knowing you know nothing. Can you deal with that? Or does that make you even more crazy? The answer to that question will determine your sanity, if not your longevity.